Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Time Between Times Storytelling with me, Owen Staten. Thank you ever so much for all the lovely feedback about my new podcast, Spectre of the Sea, a podcast I perform with my good friend Bethan, a ghost story podcast taking us on a journey along the coast of South Wales and covering all the mysteries that we find there. Please check it out if you haven't already. And thank you again for all the lovely feedback about last week's Mindful Listen, The Stone Tower. I am so grateful to everyone who writes to me, to thank me or just give me some feedback about the listening experience that they had. Dioch o Galon. Thank you very much, everyone. So, here we are again. The wheel of the year is slowly turning and the nights are growing darker. The sun is going to that place far away and the moon becomes brighter. The winter is coming, my friends. But that is not something we should fear. That is something we should embrace. The time between times grows stronger. The veil between our world and the fairy world grows thicker. The time for tales is truly upon us. We head into the witching season, the season of ghosts. So let us not feel sad. Let us rejoice that we can spend more time together listening to tales traditionally told. So on that, sit back, take a deep breath, relax, and let your mind awaken. We are about to enter the time between times. Pick your coat from the hook by the door. Walk down the stone path towards the road. Take that right turn that heads to the forest. Feel your feet crunch upon the fallen leaves as you head amongst the trees. Every step you take makes you feel safer. Every step you take leads you to the place where you truly want to be. The fire pit at the heart of the forest. There it is dark, but the light is so bright. There your friends gather, sitting around the spluttering embers of a dying but vibrant fire. There you sit, on the moss-covered logs surrounding the pit. Far away you can hear the howl of wolves. Far away you can hear the growl of bears. But you know you are safe here at the time between times. The time when it's neither night nor day. But the sun has gone and the sky is grey. The veil between our world and the fairy world is wafer thin. But for these few moments they can reach into our realm. And for a few moments we can reach into theirs. Now is the time that people see ghosts. Now is the time that people dance under the moonlight with a Tulwith tag. Now is the time that people see lights. Lights in the sky. Yes, my friends. Lights in the sky, visitors from other worlds, strange galactic phenomena, people passing between the veils of the worlds. What are they? We do not know. 
There have been at least five or six occasions in my life where I have seen these lights passing above me amongst the stars. Sometimes they are low, sometimes they are high, sometimes they are accompanied by noise, sometimes they are just flashing lights that flit on the edge of vision. UFOs, visitors from other planets, we do not know what they are. But they are not a modern phenomena. Over hundreds of years, people have talked about seeing these lights. Visitors, strange beings, some sort of strange happenings that could be ghostly, that could involve the fairies, but still cannot be explained. Going back to AD 70, Pliny, the chronicler, described seeing a burning shield floating across the sky. The people all looked up as one as the shield passed across in vision. It was in view for a long time, burning and flying through the air. What it was, none of them could tell, but all of them were terrified. So much so that all these years later, that piece of information is still there for people to watch. There is an even stranger tale from the 13th century in Bristol. Gervais of Tilbury, one of the great chroniclers of the time, described how the people of Bristol were travelling to church in order to attend a service. Many had gathered, walking down the winding pathways towards the stone church. There they spoke, there they traded, there they laughed about the events of the following week. But then suddenly... And without warning, something flew from the sky. It was huge and silver and travelled at a speed that none of them could reckon. It sped from one end of the town to the other and then tried to stop and turn just above the church as the crowd had gathered underneath. The sky was clear, the sun was shining, but yet this, this craft, this ship as it was described, seemed even brighter. As it turned to move away, suddenly it dropped what Gervais described as an anchor, which caught upon the steeple of the church, shaped as a cockerel. It twisted and turned, bent but would not break. The craft was trapped and seemed to swerve back and forth. The people underneath looked to the sky and gasped, many of them streaming away in horror. What was this thing? But then the strangest thing of all happened. A hatch in the ship opened, and what the people described as a, a being clambered out and tried to grab at what they thought was an anchor. He pulled and tugged at the anchor, trying to pull it away from the church. Some of the roof started to collapse. The whole steeple seemed to move, and many people thought the church would fall to the ground, but it held strong as the creature pulled and tugged. But then the creature seemed to falter. It pulled itself from the craft, and then other hands from within tried to pull it back in, but the creature seemed to choke and stumble. And then, to the horror of the gasping crowd, the creature fell from the craft through the sky and landed with a thump on the churchyard floor. 
The crowd gathered around it as it tried to rise, but the people immediately saw that it could not breathe. It stumbled around, gasping and reaching out to the people, and then fell to the ground, dead. Everyone looked up as a craft still tried to scamper away from the church, but was held fast on the steeple. But then one of the other inhabitants shot some sort of weapon which vaporised the anchor, and the ship vanished into the sky. All of the people there gathered around the corpse of the visitor from another world, or so it seems. Many of them thought it was a demon or some creature from the other world. Others spoke of fairy folk that travelled from veils beyond the world. Terrified, they lifted it, carried it to some wasteland and burnt it. It was said that their ashes were gathered and kept in a vessel which was taken inside the church, although this has not been seen for many, many years. But this vision, this apparition, this visitor from another world is still talked about in that area, even though it happened over 700 years ago. In February... February the 4th, 1977, a long time ago, but time a lot of us can still remember. In Broadhaven, Pembrokeshire, David, South Wales. Some children were out playing. They'd come to the yard, lunchtime at school. The sky was bright, and although it was February, it was still quite mild. Just outside the fence of the school, there is a small copse of trees. And as the children played, something extraordinary occurred just beyond their sight. One of the children saw it and called to the others, and soon a large crowd had gathered. For there in the copse of trees was a large, silver, cigar-shaped object with a red light shining on its top. It had landed in the trees almost silently, almost imperceptibly, far away from the children, but they all saw it. As one, they gasped and rushed to the fence. And then some of the children described how a ramp opened, and out of there, the UFO, there walked a wandering spaceman, dressed in silver. He looked and peered at the school. They could not describe his face. He was too far away. But they could easily tell that he was from another world. He soon returned to the spacecraft. The ramp closed and it lifted and walked into the sky before vanishing quickly in a flash of light. The children rushed in and told the headmaster, who, in an act of wisdom, asked them all to separate and draw what they had seen. The pictures the school children did on that day in 1977, individually, are all remarkably similar, and all showing this ship, the spaceship as it sat there in the woods in Broadhaven, in broad daylight, just outside the school. That started a series of UFO encounters in that area that are still talked about to this day, lights seen flying in the sky. There on the coast, 
vehicles seeming to vanish into the cliff faces, encounters with individuals from other worlds who walk the night in silver suits, peering through windows and glass. The Welsh Triangle, the David Triangle as it is known, is still spoken about and famous. Even to this day, lights are still seen flashing in the sky. Some footage had been released fairly recently, showing American military craft almost in combat with these things, flying around over the seas in the Pacific. Many years ago, people would talk about ghosts, people would talk about the Talwith Teg, and people would describe these strange lights. They are still there, my friends. So when I talk about lights in the sky as part of the Time Between Times introduction, I ask you to examine what could be there. For even these people who could be visitors from other planets could also be from that time that we hold so dear, that time when the veil between our world and the fairy world is wafer, wafer thin. Do they travel to us from distant planets? Or do they live in that gap where the ghosts reside, where the Telwith Teg reside, where traditional tales reside? Are they just a modern version of what people would once tell or once thought were ghosts or the fairy folk? We don't know. But what I do know is I do not think they are something to fear. I do not think they are something to cause us much alarm. These visitors from another world are maybe just looking, maybe just gathering, maybe just speaking about or wondering about the tales we tell. For I'm sure they have tales to tell of their own worlds, their own planets, their own planes of existence. And I hope that one day it is something that we could share between our people in peace, in enjoyment at the time between times, the time when it's neither night nor day, but the sun has gone and the sky is grey. Thank you, my friends. Today has been a little bit different, just a chat about those lights in the sky. Please let me know if you have seen anything or had any encounters with these beings. I would love to listen to your tales. In the meantime, please follow my YouTube channel, Time Between Times Storytelling. Any likes or subscribes I get on there are always greatly appreciated. I am on Twitter at ONS Griffiths. And please have a listen to The Spectre of the Sea, where you will travel with a small boat, Hiraith along the coast of South Wales. If you really want to support me as well, I am now on Patreon, Owen Staten 7. <laughs> Anything you give me there is very, very much appreciated. Twitter at Owen S. Griffiths. But of course, you can always just listen to my tales here every week as we sit at the fire pit at the heart of the forest. Diolch Thank you very, very much for listening, my friends. Take care. Have a great week. And look after yourself. Nos da.